Hi everyone, I am Pablo Calvo and welcome back to Mindful Testing Podcast. Today I will be speaking with Gabriel. Gabriel is a very special guest for me. He is not only my brother, but he also is a Q engineer and uh, we ended up working at the same company for some time. This company was born remote first, which means that since they want all the policies and all the setup that they give you is around making sure you can work everywhere you want in the world. Which brings us to today's topic, which is um, good to be working remote as a QA engineer. So, hope you enjoyed the episode. So, how are you? How is it going? Hey, Paulo, how are you doing? Pretty good. Doing great, doing great. How is the weather down there? Because here it's uh, very bad, very freezing. Well, at the moment we are in the summertime, which is kind of cool because, uh, you know, the weather is always perfect in here. I know, you know a lot of rain. I miss that. Um, nice. So, uh, Gorel, I want to talk to you about um, remote working. As I mentioned, we worked at the same company, which is remote first company. But then I wanted to understand how, what was your impression joining a company like this? Um, how, how did you feel like... In the fir- within the first maybe week and then within the first three months and then uh, did you see an improvement or did it change did you feel anything changed during the uh, the time you 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 work with the company one thing I also would be interested in knowing is did you ever felt part of the company or are you still work there do you feel part of the company or being remote makes that hard okay. So let me see. Uh, I started working uh, remotely four years ago, but it was for for companies that were in Costa Rica. Um, and then over two years ago, I jumped and took this opportunity where I was able to work with you. And um, it was, uh, I would say that the first uh, three months were pretty tough just because uh, there are cultural differences that it was pretty, the company was completely American and we didn't, we didn't have touch with, um, with people from Latin America. So it was just a, a switch in the mindset that we had to adjust. Uh, but also it was, it has been pretty rewarding because um, uh, I've learned a lot and I've grown a lot as a professional and in my personal life as well. Okay, okay. And then, so since this company is based in the US, did you feel like a difference when you work with a remote company in Costa Rica? Maybe the cultural part, right? But then any other difference? Uh, yes, I can, I can tell that, for example, for the Costa Rica, country, uh, for the Costa Rican companies, there's, there are usually some roles that are not part of the U.S. Uh, con- uh, companies. For example, there's like a project, like a personal project manager, which is a person that is just next to you, uh, telling you what to do if there are any conflicts just to solve them. But when you enter a remote first company, you are pretty much by yourself. So if there are any challenges, you have to overcome overcome them of course uh, i have like a leader uh, who's a person who i can talk to and solve problems but it is not the same like probably the amount of responsibility that you get on those remote remote first companies is higher 
So you have to be very um, like active to just uh, um, just to like to overcome all the challenges that come their, your way and actually to to be very creative and try to um, create those reports and those relationships, but completely remote and taking in mind that the culture is pretty different. Okay, that's uh, quite interesting. And then one thing that you just mentioned that um, I want to ask now is the collaboration. Like you as a QA engineer, you're constantly meant to ping developers project managers and people in charge of the project to get you like information you require for your work. How, how, how is that process? Like once you're already settled, you're working, do you find, uh, do you find it hard? Uh, not only the remote part, but then also the cultural part. So work-wise it is fairly simple because uh, usually like the, the, I would say that the companies involved in technology, they have, sort of the same processes, which is you have like a management system, it could be Jira or any other software where you say, hey, like these are the tasks that you need to tackle. And from there, uh, you just move your tasks or depending on the role that you have, it is just a matter of of doing your job and sending uh, the job that you, you have done to somebody else. Like it could be forward or backward. But uh, in that sense, I would say that it is fairly straightforward. Like, I, I don't see any challenges there. Okay. So that, all right. So, I mean, you put, you make me feel like it, there is no difference, right? You you can, you're still able to do your job and everything. So that, that makes me wonder, would, would uh, in the future, if you are looking for a new job, would you always be looking for this kind of a, uh, remote first companies uh, approach or do you feel like you want to be a part of a team you can actually see people you know like uh, at the moment what i think is i could i could take part of of either you know yes it could be like a remote first company or a company where i have to go and and see people uh face to face I, I do find some value in uh, meeting face-to-face, especially just to build, um, like to do things like team building or just creating those relationships that usually aren't remote first companies. It is a little bit more, more challenging. I would say that that's probably one of the ch uh, most, challenging part, more, most challenging parts of it. But I don't know. I, I feel like both... But like both kind of companies are, are, are good and they all they all have benefits and uh, on the other side like some drawbacks okay okay and then just because i really wanted to ask about the qa part again so you as a qa there is nothing you could say like oh it would be easier if i as a qa were next to this guy sitting I guess there is also like the company has to be aware that it's remote first and everybody needs to be available for you, right? But okay, in my case, I had worked with hybrid companies and then sometimes I just, I'm really happy to see that the developer next to me so I can ask them questions. But will you think you ever missed this or not really? 
um you know it, so one of the challenges also is like sort of the communication when you are working remotely you sometimes you you want to reach somebody and that person is not available if it was next to you like there was no there, there would be no way to for that person to actually about you if that was the case right uh, and sort of the the communications it it tends to be kind of challenging but i would say that you need to be very clever and also understand that the person is you know he or she has some priorities you just yeah. need to make room and squeeze him some time with that person if you need to actually reach out to him or her um yeah i guess we can say that communication is mostly always asynchronously happening right yeah probably like in my case what i i tend to do if if there's something that is blocking me i try to push for like a quick call or something mm -hmm. so that i could try to connect directly with person because if it is via a slack or teams it is messaging and usually the communication is slower and it is it takes longer okay yes. yeah all right perfect okay so we're wrapping up and then before uh we end this episode um tell us which companies have you visited being a remote employee because i know you have been abroad just quickly uh well um now the uh, for this company that I'm working, uh, well, I have been able to uh, travel a little bit. So I've I've visited different places. So I've been to Brazil, Mexico, uh, some parts of Europe. But yeah, uh, that's also cool. one of the cool parts of it. Yeah, yeah.